And away we go. It's a Dave After Dark edition of the BCJ podcast slash nightcap. We'll probably, probably be a little late to do a nightcap tonight, so we'll, we'll combine everything here. So go to the Holy Grail. Go to Galactic Fried Chicken. Do both of those things. Support the people that support us. Uh, you know the drill. Tell them to pump it up at Galactic Fried Chicken. Save yourself 15% off. All that good stuff. Let's uh, Yeah, there you go. We're flipping back and forth. Let's uh, let's let's go ahead and get right to it. It is the vacation edition of the BCJ podcast. Dave Simone, cigar in hand, poolside, club canopy. Uh, we're not holding up the festivities, are we? No, no, we're okay. we're good. Just okay. wrapped up dinner. Where where, where, where uh, so we now, have tonight? We're, we're good. Something good. Did you have something? Tonight good? was taco night. Oh. Who, who was in charge? Not me. Not you. Are you in charge for any of the meals? Yes, I set up the chef. Okay. And then we did uh, Italian, really good Italian place in town. Did some takeout from there. Uh, the other night I set that up. So you're not responsible for any of the cooking? No. <laughs> Just responsible for the drinking? Yes. How many beverages deep are we already? Enough. Enough. We're enough beverages deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. That should make tonight uh, more than more than entertaining. Yeah, I have a, I have a couple over here. One uh, one room temp, one cold. You know, just in case. Just in case. All right. Well, let, let's get to it. The uh, I guess the big news of the day, Dave. The conference opponents announced for the inaugural Big Twelve basketball season. Heck yeah. Have, have you had a chance to gander? Chance I did see that. Were we expecting this today, or did they just drop us this nice little nugget? Uh, what I had heard was this week at some point. Um, today was a bit of a surprise, but I guess this week is almost over. So uh, we got the women, I think, yesterday, so I guess it makes sense for the men. To no, I think that today. came out just after the men's. Oh, did it? Yeah, whatever. I think so. It all, it, everything runs together, Dave. I agree. Everything runs together, especially when you're on vacation. <laughs> uh, so the the home and away opponents, the teams that Cincinnati will play home and away, Central Florida, Houston, no surprise there, TCU, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Uh, that was a lot more exciting three weeks ago. Um <laughs> Sure, they were too far down that road to go back. And then uh, the home-only teams, Iowa State, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, and Texas. The away-only games, Baylor, BYU, Kansas, and Texas Tech. What are your initial thoughts on the uh, the home-and-away uh, opponents for the Bearcats? I mean, my very first thought is, when is the BCJ trip to the fog? Oh, we're going. I've already whole, Taryn and I the are whole calling. the whole crew, right? So Taryn and I Taryn called this like when I was on, I think right when the Big 12 thing was announced. And it was like, oh, we're going that first game in the fog, we're going. So yeah, I'm going. So uh I've got two extra seats in my car. And then if there's another, you know, if we need another mobile, we'll have to figure that out. Well, I'm in. But, okay. Dave's in. Aaron, are you in? Or is your spot up for grabs? <laughs> oh, he's already checked out. 
What's it? I we'll see. <laughs> you don't want to go check out a game in the fog. It's not fog that I don't want. House? Not that I don't want to. But there's a one-year-old. Eh. I mean, we're gonna go watch the game crash and then drive home. We're not making a. We're not making not, an excursion. It's Lawrence, Kansas. I'm, not, I'm not. It's Lawrence, Kansas in the winter. I'm not, not ruling going anything for a out. Extended stay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ruling anything out. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about. I know people are, are upset, irrationally upset, uh, that that Kansas isn't coming here. I would have been irrationally upset if Cincinnati wasn't going there. Yeah, like, it's gonna um, be it's gonna be a great quad one win. <laughs> I, I, I just want to I want to see a game in the fog. Like life yeah. is short. You never know what you're going to get, what you're not going to get. I want I want to go to Kansas and see a game in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. I agree. So uh, that that's exciting. Anything else jump out at you? Mm, I mean, not not too surprised. Like two of the three new teams are doing the double ups um, in West Virginia, obviously, but. No, I mean, the, the only roads are, are tough, Texas Tech, Kansas, and Baylor. But uh, the whole league is tough. So, you you know, you, I don't, I'm not going to complain about a schedule that doesn't have, you know, some teams on it in some, in some places that no one wants to go. So, right. I mean, I think, I think you can carve out any road trip in this conference and, and for basketball and have a, and you know, football too, but for basketball and have a, a really, really damn good time. Yeah. And I mean, I think the home slate is, you know, somewhat manageable at least. Um, obviously Houston's going to be brutal. Uh, Kansas state will be really, really bad or tough. Uh, Texas is going to be really tough, but I mean, TCU, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, like those are games you feel like in fifth third arena just have a pretty good yeah. chance to win, right? Yeah. Playing at home is gonna be those are gonna be tough for those teams coming here. So absolutely. I mean I'm I'm all for it. I've said before that the move I think is more impactful for men's basketball than any sport from a postseason, you know, standpoint. Yeah, I mean, look, you're going to have tough road games. It doesn't matter. I mean, if you had Kansas State and Texas on the road, guess what? Those are going to be tough games. Porter Mosier is going to get Oklahoma right. He's a good coach. Like, that's going to be a tough game. Iowa State didn't have, you know, Iowa State and Oklahoma State didn't have a bunch of success last year, but they played in a ton of close games in the toughest conference in America. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how you really – you're splitting hairs. You're looking to complain if you look at this and find anything to complain about. No no complaints from me. All right. Well, so I guess that's all. all Thanks, right. everybody, for tuning in. <laughs> Love you. Uh, Basketball-wise, I, I did have another little peek behind the curtain. The, the TBT guys taking on uh, the, the, the current Bearcats plus Landers Nolly, uh, Landers basically said, I rock with these guys. These are my guys. So I play with them. Uh, and then he was the only vet that didn't play with the, uh, the vets. So, and he and Troy just 
shit talk constant. I mean, it is. It, that's worth the price of admission itself. And then Landers was guarding Jake today. So him and Jake didn't shut up either. Uh, but a little different after the after the fact this year. Last year, after the fact, I thought there was going to be a fight. Like I thought Troy and Landers were gonna were gonna scrap at some point. And today they they you know I guess they know each other all a little better now. And it was it was just trash talking. So that was good. Uh, the the team that had Landers, Dan Skillings, Seamus Lukosius, Aziz. And one other, damn it. It'll come to me in a minute. They went eight and one over the two days. Uh, Dan looked really good today, slashing to the rim, hit a couple threes. Seamoss is just a just as advertised as an offensive player. He just knows how to get to a spot. He, he's good with the ball in his hands. He can pass. Um, so uh, those two were were exceptional. Landers hit a bunch of deep threes, including the the game winner in the championship. Uh, and then he told Jacob Evans, welcome home. Uh, <laughs> Jake, wasn't, Jake wasn't there Tuesday. Uh, he got in yesterday. So uh, that was his final words. Welcome home to Jake as he hit a, a NBA three to uh, to win the game. Um, so again, I was saying like we're going to the Elite Eight this year? Uh, no, because Landers isn't on the team. True. So, <laughs> uh, the only difference for the the vets today, Trey Scott was uh, was hanging out with his little one. Uh, he's got a look like a, a one year old maybe, so he wasn't there for the open gym today. But he was the best player on the floor Tuesday. So uh, it should be an interesting TBT uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'll be there. Keegan will be there. So uh, excited to check that out. Uh, Davion Griffith was Davion Thomas, excuse me, was really good again today. I thought just very sudden in the open court. He has got an extra gear uh, that can kind of blow through defenders. He had one today where he went from half court to the rim and it felt like like two and a half steps. Um, so he was good today. I thought Rayvon was good today. Vic made some some more had some more action today. Uh, Aziz caught a lob that. It looked like Josh Reed threw the ball to the ceiling and Aziz just went up, snatched it, and on his way down, casually hammered it. Um, so it was uh, the, the the action was better today. I think both teams practiced uh, before the open gym, so everybody was a little loose and warmed up as opposed to, you know, trying to, to get lathered up like they were on Tuesday. Uh, so the action was better today, but... I like the talent on the team. I, I think they got a chance to be pretty dang good, um, especially if you get Aziz and Jameel or Aziz or Jameel eligible. Get one. I think this is uh, it's a pretty talented team. You got any questions? Uh, Brent asked me 37 questions about Tuesday. So uh, if you have any, fire away and I will answer. Well, I, I regret to say that I missed the BBP the other night that's okay i figured you did um my questions revolve around this this tbt team like are we gonna win a game are we gonna win two games what, what is your vibes they did not get an easy draw 
the money team is always very good in this tournament. Now, a little bit different this year because they don't have Jimmer. So um, that'll be a positive. And I think you would hope with Troy, Jaron, Jake, and Trey, that should be able to get a win, right? You would hope. I mean, they, the other team I know has, what, Mike Scott. He played multiple years in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, he might be the only one. Trevor Booker, he played in the league. I don't remember if he did, but he was really good in college. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure maybe like a, a Jake situation where, you know. All right. Went, went through a rookie contract. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – Jordan Crawford is always really good in this environment. Trying to find somebody to guard him as a little five-foot-six water bug. Uh, him and Troy will be an interesting contrast of point guards, right? You get the little five-six, like, slippery uh, versus the six-four kind of power guard. So so that'll be interesting. Um the only thing you worry, I worry about a little bit, like, you know, outside of Corey, Coriante DeBerry, not a lot of bigs. Like, Mamadou is going to play, and then Marquez, Letcher Ellis, who was a pretty good college player, uh, is also on the team. But Corey's, without Octavius, uh, yeah. Corey's really the only true big. And, you know, asking Corey to run 40 minutes up and down no, not is – uh, not great. So that'll be interesting to see kind of what the situation is like when they don't they don't have the big fella in the game. But if the guards play well, Cincinnati will have a chance to win. I, I think Trey will be one of the better players on the floor. So, you know, he's just coming off the summer league, so he should be – yeah. Trevor Booker played eight years in the NBA, averaged 20 minutes a game. There you go. So Mike Scott and Trevor Booker, they have two bona fide NBA dudes. Yeah. That'd make it tough. It's not gonna it's not gonna be an easy one. No, definitely not. They missed their chance last year. I mean, they were up by 10 in the final minutes and, and couldn't close it out, couldn't make free throws and close it out. So oh, do we uh, have guests? Yeah. We have guests. What do you got? Sparklers. Oh, sparklers. <laughs> Apparently we have guests. Okay. Okay. The sparklers. Well, that's always delightful. I'm sweating very much. Is it <laughs> what what is it like a hundred there or um no, but right now it's pretty warm. <laughs> right now it's pretty warm. Right now it's uh, pretty warm. Yeah. Yes, Jaron Cumberland is from Wilmington. Pierce. That is what else do you want? What else do you want me to talk about? Uh, how about uh, Pac 12 media yeah. rights? Yeah, you know, we'll just go right to the we'll go right to the fast bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. Well, I, I, mean, I think my favorite thing on I've seen on the internet is the, the college football Reddit page. Uh, it said for the 383rd consecutive day, the Pac 12 has promised us. Uh, details on their media deal. I mean, 
I, I just love that like the same president or AD gives the same like just feeds the information to a few people, yeah. and it's like we have so many people interested now we don't even know what to do with ourselves. Yeah, like, that's why this is taking so long now. Is there's so many people at the table that you know we just have to you know see what everybody's offering. I, what what do you think? Do you think Nickelodeon's in play? I, I mean, honestly, right now, like I and I felt this way for a while. I don't think anyone is truly in play. I think you there's think- a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people that have said, "Yeah, sure, we'll air this number of games for this much money." Do you want it? No. Okay. Well, here it is. Like, I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything serious for them right now. How about Chris Vanini, who said, uh, buddy, if you think Dion's the only interesting thing in the Pac-12, then football just isn't for you. The Pac-12 is going to be the most exciting conference this year, possibly by a lot. I mean, that's the thing that is unfortunate for them, is that this situation is overshadowing the fact that I'm maybe not going to take it as far as he did, but like, there's a lot of really good especially quarterbacks. I mean, you have Caleb Williams, Bo Nix, Michael Penix, right off the top of my head, like three of the top 10 quarterbacks in college football. Yeah. Like there's a lot, there is a lot of interesting football, actual football, and it's just getting overshadowed by all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it it, it is kind of unfortunate, but I mean, you've done this to yourself, haven't they? For, oh, for sure. I mean, I don't believe anything that's being said. I mean, I'll believe there's a deal when there's a deal. Like, they're, they're clearly getting, like, the, the Stuart, the, the Howie Mandels and the John Calzones, like, <laughs> they're clearly getting info from the same people on the school side. They're not getting any info from the media side. So the right. school side can say, like, oh, yeah, we're close, blah, blah, blah. It's clearly not true. I mean, they've been saying the same thing for how long? A long time. Like, a very long time. Uh, That was February. They're close, Dave. It's just that so many people are interested. Right. These things just take some time. When, When you have as many... As many people at the table, like, they, they you know, clearly do. They clearly take a lot of time. The as, people that as, run the people, the people that run the TVs at the gas station, at the pumps, like like those people, uh, are are heavily involved. Nickelodeon, yes. uh, the slime cam is going to be heavily involved again. Uh, it, it, you know, it's hard to tell. It's, it's hard to it's hard to sift through all these these options that they've got. Yeah, I mean, it's there's, there are clearly so many options that they, you know, have to take meetings on top of meetings to figure out which one's the best. But, you know, I've said forever, I don't think they'll, they'll break up. I don't think anyone will leave. I think they'll bite the bullet and just do the deal and whenever it comes around. But it, it doesn't lack for laughs, that's for sure. They have been entertaining, without question. They have been... Very, very entertaining. Uh, anything else to add on the Pac-12 media deal? 
or lack thereof. No, I mean, it's just, it's, oh, oh, we got sparklers. Trying not to burn are, they, are they trying to catch you on fire? Well, Will, have, Will's, Will's got one, so you can, you have a pretty good idea of that. I have a question for Dave on it. What's up? Okay. Will Washington and Oregon sign a GOR? I mean, if it's less than five years, maybe. Uh, if it's longer, no. I mean, why would they? They, 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 they're signing a one-year, like, uh, prove-it deal with, with the CW. Yeah, I mean, they, then, those schools hold all the cards. Like, they, if they don't want to do something, they don't have to do it. Right. Just, just to know if we'd see a, like, different arrangement for Washington and Oregon compared to everybody else. Or will they even have equal pay, or are they going to be in a situation like Texas and Oklahoma where they're receiving more money or, or something like that? I mean, if I'm, I don't know, and that's, that's, the whole thing is just a mess. Like, you have two schools that want out but don't have anywhere to go. You have a handful of schools that are trying to keep the whole thing together, and then you have another group that are kind of in wait-and-see mode. It's a mess is what you're getting at. Yeah. It's, it old, it's old Big East-esque. Yeah. Everybody's got their own set of interests and and motivations, and none of them align. And that's usually a bad way to, to do business in this landscape. Yeah. When everybody else has their own uh, their own ideas, it's not great. For sure. All right, that's a timestamp. You just throw everything together there. And I don't know. <laughs> It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, let's do Turtles Brew. Yes. Visit turtlesbrew.com for more information and locations. They are a zero sugar, zero carb, gluten-free, bourbon-infused sweet tea. The flavors are cherry lime, raspberry peach, orange vanilla. There's 50 locations in greater Cincinnati. Portion of the proceeds go to save the sea turtles. And uh, it is a 6% ABV. Uh, so a nice, easy drinker for you. They are, uh, in Cincinnati, in Toledo, and now expanding in central Ohio. Visit turtlesbrew.com for more information and locations. That also brings us to, uh, our team ticker segment, Dave. All right. We, uh, we didn't, uh, we didn't. We didn't get a guest today because it just figured <laughs> Dave's on vacation. Let's not let's not burden somebody with that. So we will kind of get your final your final cap on Big Twelve Media Day, and that is brought to you by our good friends at Team Ticker. It's a one of a kind sports sign for Bearcat fans. If you've got a Bearcat fan getting ready to move in here in the next month at the University of Cincinnati, this is. An awesome feature to add to the room. It's a high-tech retro display that provides daily updates of the latest news, stats, schedules, betting odds, and much more. With no subscription needed, if you're looking for the perfect addition to your man cave or a gift for that special Bearcats fan, go to teamticker.com and pick up your team ticker today. It's got the LED backlighting. It stands out great. It plays the fight song at game time. And uh, as Dave can attest to, it's very easy to hang up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, just need an outlet close by. That's it. Yeah, 
Uh, what kind of cigar are you smoking, Dave? That's what the people want so to know. I'm currently smoking my favorite cigar. It is uh, the uh, My Father brand, the La Opulencia. Can they get those in Cincinnati, or is that a Florida special? No, you can get them in Cincinnati. They have them at Jungle Gym. They have them at Party Source. I'm sure they are uh, trying to remember what year. Maybe 2020, 2021 Cigar Aficionado, number one or number two uh, cigar of the year. There you go. That's big time. So my, my favorite. Any, only, the best, final- only the best for the BCJ pod. Exactly. Would be better if you had Mo here. You guys could talk <laughs> cigars for 20 minutes. Uh, what are your final takeaways from Big 12 Media Days? No special guests. I thought I was watching Dana Beers this whole time. <laughs> he wishes. Oh, let's see. Final thoughts. I mean, Keegan covered so much, and I you just think I'm, I'm ready for football is my final thought. Like, let's go. Let's get this season going with teams that care and games that matter, and let's see what this staff and roster can, can put together. I mean, we haven't been, you know, you and I, Bearcat Journal, haven't been this excited about camp in a long time, uh, just because of the unknowns. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to go, exciting to watch, and, and you know, I'm sure we'll get a good idea. I mean, you know, everybody knows you and I will, will tell the truth, you know. Yep. Uh, if there's a position group or something that doesn't look up to par, then we're going we're gonna to talk about it. So I'm I'm just looking forward to to a football season in the Big Twelve. We've talked about it for so long. It's been a thing for so long. It's been official for a short time. But like we're now, you know, what forty something days away from actually yep. playing Big Twelve football. I do have good news, Dave. Yes, I, I'm not going to give out the date yet, but I have confirmed we will once again have our annual BCJ exclusive sit-down nice. with the head coach to preview camp. Very nice. So, uh, I, I got word on that today that it was approved, and uh, I will be sitting down with Scott Satterfield prior to camp in the days prior to camp, and BCJ members will get our annual three-part series with the head coach taking a look at you know an overall – 10,000 feet view of things. I think it went out there. I think it did too. Nope, nope, nope. We'll, we'll get the 10,000 feet view of things in segment one. And then segments two and three will be uh, talking about the offense and the defense. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. I, I, I like to see that, you know, he's not afraid to, uh, to sit down in front of the camera and Give us a nice long look at uh at where this where this is at as we head into camp. Um, that, that's good stuff. So I'm excited about that. That is uh is usually a great way to get our members ready to go. So I am uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, yes, we're all, we're always appreciative of of them allowing the access. You know how many you know how many team sites get that like zero. Like one, like us. Well, I was laughing. I was thinking about that, and I was laughing about it when we did the interview with the uh, Iowa State guy, Nick Oso. Yeah. 
a lot of, if you listen closely, a lot of it was I've heard, you know, I, I've, it sounds like, yeah. and, you know, which, you know, means that they're not getting the access that we get. So it's, right. it's, a, you know, it's, we're very, very, very appreciative. And also got word camp will be open. So I'll be there every day. You will, practice reports will continue. That is always something that with the coaching change, we don't know. And until we are told that things are okay and it's going to happen, uh, we don't know that for sure. We, we now have confirmation that we will we will be allowed at Camp Higher Ground uh, and it will be business as usual. So I think those are, those are the two biggest news items of the week if you're a Bearcat Journal subscriber. You will get practice reports. Uh, and you will get you will get our, our annual camp preview with the head coach. And maybe we'll try to get Nico on one more time uh, before they hit higher ground. Yes. So things are uh, things are full steam ahead on Nico that Nico was wanting to know where where I was this week. I told him to make sure he watched oh. the Record Journal Pod and then maybe he could find <laughs> out. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's how that work. This works, and we were we were going to be here last night, but Tiger was acting weird and got a trip to the emergency vet. But he's he's back on, he's back back to a hundred percent. So we're, we're good tell, to go. tell Nico to get in touch with me. I'll, I'll give him that. Give him the address. Is he down there? No. Uh, so I mean, unless no, he's hanging he out in Destin. If he wanted to come uh, down and rent this house, I mean, it's what? a it's a primo house so it, it looks like a primo house How, how's the inside oh it's great we were watching uh some british open in the pool today got the got the sonos through the house so the the, the dj brother hooked it all up and nice. yeah, it's been uh it's been good the swim up bar is a nice addition it is it's very nice and there's two tv well, one tv doesn't work but one TV behind it, so we're watching the golf while sitting in the sum-up bar today. Is this one that, like, you're going to try it? Like, I know last year you said you'll, you always look for a different place every year. Is this a rebook? This one might be. We've talked about it already, so. <laughs> we like this. We might come back again next year. Yeah. Um, all right, so you don't you don't have much else on, on Big 12 Media Days? Nothing on anything Saturday? I mean, it was, it, was last, it was last week, and you guys – we talked about it two two nights, so I know I'm not, we haven't heard sure. your thoughts. I mean, I was we talked about it Wednesday. Not the Bearcat part. No, not the Bearcat part. But uh, uh, yes, they got a walk-on linebacker from Minnesota. Beers, uh, he's a walk-on. So he was a walk-on at Minnesota. He's a walk-on at Cincinnati. Uh, I'm sure he will be a great practice player. And if he's got a great personality, maybe he'll be part of this network. Uh, one day. <laughs> one day. But for now, he's a walk-on linebacker from Minnesota, went to Elder. I think he's cousins with Kyle Rudolph. So good, good for him. Um, all right. Well, you got anything else? You're not helping much with this podcast, Dave. You just – you're not. You don't have anything you want to talk about tonight. Dave After Dark is supposed to be freewheeling and wants to talk about everything and laughs and, but like you're you're trying to be done with me tonight. I'm not trying. What are you doing, bud? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, 
we don't we didn't get like a good we didn't get a good Pac-12 story today. Um, there's not there's just not uh, there's not a ton to get like super excited about right now, unfortunately. Okay, I guess we don't have anything left to talk about. I mean, I've had a wonderful time on vacation. Okay, but we're doing a podcast. I know. Well, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. What do you Uh, got? Do you and Aaron have anything for me? You want you want me to? Aaron, you got anything? I've I've hit you with like forty three things, and you're like, "Eh, I don't really have anything to say about that. So I don't, I don't. I don't know what else to, I, I mean, I've hit you with everything I got. We usually turn that, what I asked you, into two hours of content. Beer, beer says Dave is in chill mode. You are, you are absolutely right, my friend. <laughs> I don't think Dave cares about the men's non-conference schedule to complain about it. What do you think of the Dayton game, Dave? Um, good. They should play. Uh, I understand why it's neutral, because I'm sure both teams would want Neither team wants to do a home-and-home, home, more than likely. No, it's not like, that. It's that, uh, as of right now, they're doing a neutral site game because then a third party manages the game, and that third party can then introduce NIL yeah. for uh, both teams. So that's why it's that's why it's neutral. And then if it works, then they'll probably run it back in 2024 and do it UC again. Should, so they can get UC should play, pound play them. Game. They're still going to be okay, I think. I don't know if they have any dudes, man. They got the one guy back, right? Uh, yes, I believe they did. I forget his name. I don't care about Dave. Holmes. Uh, Coach Dan says he wasn't sure if this was Dave after dark or hugs on with Willie. No, I'm, I'm, I don't go, I'm not going there, uh, Coach Dan. <laughs> yeah, Holmes. That's his name. Holmes is back. No, I mean, I think it's great. They should... They should always play these local teams. Like, if you're not, you're in the Big Twelve. Your conference schedule is great. Like, play Dayton, play Xavier, play Miami, play NKU. Like, play the local teams in non-conference. Like, you're you're not you're not like your conference schedule now is so good that just play the teams that help your fan base go to the games. Yeah. I mean, it just, you know, I I don't get the angst over, it, it's a solid, you know, one of the better teams in the A-10. Um, play them. Like, it, it's, what, what are you, not, what are you losing by, by not scheduling that game if it's, if you've got an opportunity? I did think it was funny. Wes didn't realize how close Dayton was. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, it's like, it's like a couple suburbs away from just being Cincinnati. Like, yep. Yeah. Like, I mean, a road game at UD is probably going to be a Q2 every time. Yeah. And a neutral site game should be a Q2, like top 75. Dayton should be right around the top 75 team. Yeah. So I just like, you have enough opportunities now in the big 12. Like I would be all about playing games close where our fans can make up a, a big portion of the attendance. Yeah. I'm going to have to get on it because Dayton fans started, apparently they got a, they caught a glitch today in the system and got tickets for uh, for pretty cheap because they jumped in early this morning. Oh, they're certainly going to buy a lot of tickets. Yeah. So if, if you want it to be 
a predominantly UC crowd, you better get on it because their fans will absolutely buy as many tickets as they're allowed. Yeah, it, they will come down here and they will pack that place. Because guess what? They don't have disdain for downtown and, and the Heritage Bank Center like we do. No. Like the, the, To them, it's like, oh, well, we're, we're going to go down to Cincinnati for the night, get a hotel and go to the game and hang out at the banks and like make an event of it. <clears throat> so, yeah, buy tickets. Go. For real. Uh, they did say, did you hear, it's the newly renovated Heritage Bank. Oh, hold on. What did they do? I was there a couple months ago. What what have they done? Apparently, they are replacing every seat in the house. Oh, okay. They're putting new seats in the whole building, which is a massive, because those seats are some of the worst seats in oh, yeah. America. Like, some of the worst seats in Half America. Half of them don't have arm like armrests anymore. Well, yeah, because it's it's they haven't changed it in 40 years. Yeah. So, you know, if an armrest breaks, it's just like, oh, yeah, what can, what can we do? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the newly renovated Heritage Bank Arena or Center or whatever the, the hell it's called. <laughs> um, beers? No. I just no. I, you almost got banned for that. For with what? The Big 12 ad savior. No. No. no Yo, you're in timeout. You're in timeout, Beers. I don't believe so, they will. I, I do have a question for Dave, actually. I want his take on this. I love how his shirt continuously is getting wetter. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. Hot it is. We're just watching him melt. That's, <laughs> yeah. why, that's, that's why I'm hassling him, because he's just trying to be done with it. Very so he hot. Can stop sweating. So Lane, Lane Kiffin today. Made some comments, um, basically uh, calling Lane Kiffin and his. No, Lane great. Well, what did he say? I, I, I want to hear what what Dave's thoughts are on this. He said that I the love Lane. Of, he said the current state of college football is a disaster. He said the unintended consequence of NIL is a pay for play system where there will be even less parity than before. <laughs> he stated that the transfer portal is NFL free agency except with no contracts and the ability to enter twice a year. And he said college football is now professional sports, but with no salary cap or luxury tax causing massive problems. Oh, and that comes God, courtesy of college sports only. This is the same Lane Kiffin that's left how many jobs from like left how many well, teams and, just in the lurch for more money elsewhere? And, I'll hang like, up and listen. And like threatened to leave Ole Miss unless they got their uh, NIL thing in order. <laughs> like that. That's why he was like thinking about taking the other job this offseason. No, it's hilarious. I mean, like, shut up. Just shut up. Like, some of these guys just got to shut up. I generally, generally like Lane, but, like, this woe is me bullshit for the amount of money he's making and for, for his actions as a head coach over the year. Fuck out of here, man. How, oh, much well, of that yeah, is I mean, because, how much of that is because he didn't land Manning? How much of that is because he's at Ole Miss? Well, yeah, because like he tried to get out of there. One of the worst jobs in, in college sports. He tried to get out. Couldn't get out. Yeah. And, and, and now he's throwing a fit because he couldn't get out, and he's stuck trying to win the SEC West. Shut up. Yeah. How much are you – do you love Josh Heifel now? 
Spears. Love is, is a, love is a strong word, Chad. I don't love many. I don't love many things. Did you hear what he said today? I mean, after they got a five-star receiver. Or no, yesterday. Whatever they were on the podium at SEC Media Day. No, I have not. Uh, we're we're the real UT. Uh, our well, our we are. orange is our orange is the only orange. It's correct. Uh, just just five or six just direct shots across the bow of Texas before they come into the yeah. SEC. Good luck, that's, fellas. That's why I asked. Like you, you love Josh Heupel now. Like you, no, you I, went from Josh Heupel's the absolute worst to that's my head coach, man. That's my head coach. No, I'm not. I'm not that far yet. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. We'll we'll see how it goes this year, but uh, the recruiting is going much better than I thought it would, and I know they're going to score points, so it'll just depend on defense. But I don't know if I'll ever love that man, considering not talking, the bad not the, the bad things I've said about him in the past. <laughs> I know, like you like you got to walk back a mouthful of things on Josh Heupel. I mean, it uh, really. What does it say about Central Florida that Josh Heupel's now a good coach? <laughs> Thoughts on the, the penalties at Tennessee? Oh, what penalties? An $8 million fine? <laughs> it's, what, two it's, scholarships a year? They've already been deducting scholarships and official I know. visits. Like, they didn't get a bowl ban. That's an $8 million fine. That's couch cushion money for the Vols. Like, this... No, those were basically no penalties. Yeah, they basically were told it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I think the joke I saw was Oklahoma State got two years no postseason uh, play because of Tennessee's violations. Yeah, here's the thing, Chris. Um, I think Lane is hysterical, but when he goes into this like "woe is me," like the players have the power now. Like that's a dude that's been strong arming people his entire coaching career. Like that's that's his play, is what he's upset about. He doesn't like that the rabbits got the gun. Shut up. Like that don't that's not you know. I like I love when Saban is like, look, I'm trying to warn y'all, I don't want to have to do this, but I will do it. And if I do it, everybody's dead. Like that's that to me that's funny because Saban is in on the joke. Like he knows exactly what he's saying. Lane is Lane, just com- Lane comes off as a white bitch when he does. Well, this no, stuff. Lane's message is geared towards his own boosters. Sure, I know. Lane's message is: if you want us to be at that level, you need to step up. All these things that are happening, you need to help us get over those. Like. His message is not about sport. It's not about the NCAA. His message is geared towards his own. Yeah, we're, we're not where we need to be. And if I'm going to be stuck here and can't get out, like you guys are going to have to, to, to funnel a lot more money into our efforts because we're still at Ole Miss when it comes down to it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. All right. I'm going to let you stop. I'm going to stop torturing you. I'm going to let you stop sweating. Just going to jump in the pool. <laughs> I mean, you want to take a break and jump in the pool and come back? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. 
All right, that we'll we'll end the misery tonight. It's been a long week. It's been a bumpy week here at BCJ. Uh, yeah, I love all fifty-three people watching live. I love yes. all of you guys. We love all of you guys and ladies. I know we have a a very strong lady fan base that sits here and watches us do these, you know, juvenile things. So. Marcus wants a cannonball to top it off. No, I've I, I can't right now. Why not? Just take the earbuds out and do a cannonball. What are we doing, Drew? Rooftop. Rooftop party. Oh, we're going fourth floor rooftop DJ party tonight. All right. Party at the moon tower. Let's go. <laughs> First kegs on yeah. me. You get all right, that. all right, all right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, the people are pretty adamant about wanting a cannonball, Dave. That's that's nice. You, you're not a man of the people. Oh, I might get. I might put up some videos later. All right. They, no, because I probably got to go in and like. I gotta like probably put my kid to bed, and if I'm soaking wet, that's gonna be pretty tough to do. Ah. Vacation. He can stay up late. No. Plot twist. Please. You're already soaking wet. We yeah, can you're stop. already soaking wet. <laughs> that, that is also true. I really just want to go into the fucking air conditioning. It's just, it's just dripping down on me, but I have to stay in, in quality character for the for the entire podcast. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I've been filibustering for 15 minutes just to make you sit outside and, and sweat. Hey, All right, get you know, get one uh, more get get one more read for the timestamp <laughs> sponsor, <laughs> just to get it out there. We'll get out of here. All right, give me one second. Let me get back to it. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, Turtles Brew is a zero sugar, zero carbs, gluten free, bourbon infused sweet tea. Uh, the flavors are cherry lime, raspberry peach, orange vanilla. There's 50 locations you can pick them up in Greater Cincinnati. Visit turtlesbrew.com for more information and locations. It's a 6% easy drinking ABV. The Porsche, a portion of the proceeds go to save the sea turtles. It's in Cincinnati and uh, Toledo and expanding now also in central Ohio for all of our uh, folks around the great state. Dave, you look gross. I, I feel like a million dollars. I mean, I'm pretty sure I won... Powerball and the Mega Millions. The way I feel right now. So, yeah, the guy that won the the, the Powerball was in California. Uh, well, so might have been Dan. Might have been Dan Simon. It might have been Dan Simon. Uh, maybe we'll see if we can talk to him next week. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> if the, the Pac-12 ever signs a, a contract, maybe he'll have a reason to come join us. All right. Well, go get in the air conditioning. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see you next time thanks to galactic fried chicken thanks to the holy grail thanks to turtles brew thanks to team ticker see it right there team ticker get yourself one of those teamticker.com we'll see you next time this is the bcj podcast right here on bearcatjournal.com <laughs>